storming over the top. Nature's trip accelerates. McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But incentivized is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks podcast. Uh, Ethan wasn't able to make it this week, so I got a few of the boys on, Michael, Vusti and Chris. Say good day, boys. Hey, everyone. How are you? Hi. All right, so we'll start off with the Melbourne races on Friday night as their first up tomorrow. We got the Group 1, William Reed there, and two group races. Then we'll go – we'll just touch on the Mornington Cup real quickly and then we'll go down to Rose Hill where uh, probably the majority of the better races are. So, starting off, race four, group two, Sunline Stakes tomorrow night at Mooney Valley. Uh, then straight away, two chances for me, Flying Mascot and Barb Raider. Don't know what you boys are thinking. What did you guys have any opinions? Or uh, To be honest with you, mate, Bailey, um, flying, As- flying Mascot is an obvious decision, but I've gone with Groovy Kind of Love as a roughie at $19. Uh, purely because of the fact it uh, has run a staggering 34-2-8-0 in the last 600 last time out. Uh, came second upon this by uh, two lengths. And then before that uh, was three quarters of a length off Yonts. So I feel like with Pebble in the saddle, he's more experienced than J-Mac uh, down in Melbourne. He is currently also top five in the wins at Mooney over the last 12 months. So I reckon that gives uh, Groovy kind of love every chance each way. Yeah, definitely think she's a chance. I just think Flying Mascot's gone pretty good at the moment. They're both, uh, sorry, um, Groovy kind of love, kind of gets out the back at Mooney Valley. Didn't think that's the best uh, place to be. I think looking back at the research, it says lanes one and two in running um, are the best places to be on a good track. And you want to be in that first four. So that's what I was thinking straight away, Barbara and Flying Mascot, but Groovy kind of love does has that does have that Yonce form. We know that's stacked up pretty well. Flying mascot for me though. Last time over sixteen hundred at the Valley uh, last year went three point eight lengths inside the class. Comes under this prep a better horse. Only horse it lost to is Probable in a photo finish. Drawn barrier three can sit uh the sit sit on the lead or one off. Wins the race for me. She's flying. Boosty, you're kicking up for a Groovy kind of love. Nah, I'm same with you here. I'm with Flying Mascot. I just think that it's going to sit, you know, on pace or lead even. And it's, you know, it's raced at the Valley before. So I, f- I just feel it's just going to be either lead or just sit right off and then just come home. But I didn't have Barbara. You know, small field at Valley. I was thinking maybe Quantum Mechanic. Just yep. going to hope to sit a little bit closer, say like midfield and then small field. Fair bit of speed in the race would probably shout the bar, bar braider and flying mascot. Maybe hopefully just sit right off them and then just peel out, sort of. Yeah. Um, Michael, what were you thinking? Yeah, mate, I've gone with um flying mascot. Um, last two starts were pretty comfortable. Um she he got beat on the line before by Pro Bill. Has a good record at the valley, doesn't mind the sixteen hundred. Uh Blake McDougal back on the saddle. Yeah. Gets to the front, should be too hard to beat. Yeah, I think she had the bar leads and then you're looking at probably Flying Mascot second, Barb Raider just outside. I reckon it's going to be pretty good guy up front. That probably does bring on Quantum Mechanic. We know she's got a big figure, um, might be last year or the year before. So she probably is, you know, the class horse overall, but I think Flying Mascot's going too good. So three of us there with Flying Mascot. I've got the $100 to win on her. Pretty short odds, I think $1.70 at the moment. 
Um, moving on, race seven, the group one, William Reed. I think there is going to be ballistic speed here. I think you've got to be with the fav, with the favourite or with a few. This is our biggest test, Marabi, going to be insane speed. Are you boys with her or are you pretty keen to uh, back a few others? Oh, 100% with Marabi, mate. I reckon that's obvious. Uh, she's gone eight for eight. She's gone three for three at the Valley. You know, I honestly reckon she's just going to be too hard to beat. Leading the whole way. Yeah, uh, Vusti, what yeah. were you thinking? Yeah, I've gone the same. Got that on top, Marabi. I think that's the one to beat. Uh, I had another two just in case, you know, if something does go wrong. And that was with the 12th generation, Jamie Carmar Eustace on. I just thought... You know, it's raced at the Valley before track distance, loves it. It's now third up, and I think if anything's going to be, it probably be that. And also the one, the three, the Inferno. I've got a bit of a soft spot for this horse because when it first came over from Singapore, I sort of followed its whole prep. And second up, it's never been beaten. Yeah. Also uh, loves that distance. And it's raced at the track twice and won and then came second in the other. Michael, what were you thinking? Were you with, with the favourite? Yeah, mate, I'm with the favourite. Oh, 7-0, looks like a good bet. Um, got tested in group one last start and nailed it. Looking to go 8-0. But um, I've got two others, the Astrologist and September Run. Last start in um, the new market, 0.5 lengths and 0.6 lengths of uh, first place. Yeah. It looks like a good bet too. Yeah, well, it looks like I'm the only one who's not with her. I'm going to back a few here. I just think uh, the speed drawn, you know, inside, I think they're going to ride to almost beat her on Friday night. She took, she's, I mean, she's a free course at Mooney Valley. She's a free course in general. If her class beats her there, she probably stamps herself as one of the best sprinters, 100%, you know, behind Nature Strip, Eduardo, et cetera. But for me, yeah, I'm going to have a crack on Generation 25, the win there. I'm going to have the 30 on the Inferno, the class horse in the race. He's pretty good at the Valley too. 20 on September run, 15 on trekking and 10 on general road. Just hoping that some of these class horses can just, you know, if it's a real hot tempo, they can run on or if, um, you know, they go too slow, they have the big turn of the foot over the top. By the way, boys, forgot to ask you, what was your betting strategy for the previous race, uh, the fly mascot race? I'm probably just going to go with uh, 50 on the nose for flying mascot, and then I just go 25 each way on groovy kind of love. Yeah, perfect. Thirsty? Yeah, so I had just the 80 on flying mascot and then 20 on Quantanic. Yeah, sweet. And you, Mike? Cool. Oh, I've gotten the same with you. I've got 100 on the nose. Yeah, perfect. Um, And then for that race there, we'll go, yeah, I just said mine. What were you guys thinking for (laughs) that group one? I'm just going... 100 straight on Moravi, mate. I reckon yeah. that thing is not losing. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone 80 on Moravi, 10 on the Inferno, and 10 on Generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've gone 70 on Moravi, 15 on this charges, and 15 on Safi Run. All right, so that wraps up the group one there. We'll move on to race eight, the group three, Alexandra Stakes, the last race of the night at Mooney Valley. I think the track's going to be pretty dry by then. Uh, doesn't help. Pretty tough race. Um. Daisies and so you see the two unlucky runners from last start kind of came charging. The line were held up, but were held up a little bit. I think Daisies can use barrier one and sit behind the speed. Like her chances with Mark Zara on second fastest four and the two last start with traffic in front. Um, Marikan, I think, won't go too bad. I hope Jamie goes four from it. There's not too much speed in the race. 
And always on my mind, ran six lengths inside the class last start behind Pounding. Pounding actually ran a pretty brave race last week. I think he ran into third there um, for a tough race. I'm happy to play a few at odds, but what were you boys thinking straight off the top? Uh, I'm going to touch base on that. Always on my mind, Bailey. I reckon that's a good shot each way. Uh, obviously, um, competing with Pounding in its, uh, what was it, last start? When it came, yeah. Uh, yeah, last start, yeah. It's uh, lost 0.2 of a length to that. Uh, it loves to charge at the line, and I reckon it is sitting off midfield. However, John McNeil on the saddle, if that um, if he gets that in the right position, I reckon that's a solid chance each way. Yeah, I agree. Versi, any ideas? Yeah, I'm similar to you with daisies. I just think that last start run to finish fourth was just crazy. And like you said, barrier one, I hope it's going to and, yeah, Mark Zara in the saddle. And another one that I liked, last start ran at Morfordville, the three, Ancient Girl, just led the whole way and kept going. And I don't know, you know how Valley plays sometimes yeah. very leaderish. If that can just get a soft lead and keep going, then I'll definitely have something on that. Yeah, Michael? Uh, for race state, I've gone with um, Fortunate Kiss, currently at $10. It's really showed great strength to win on late and beat Daisies by 2.3 lengths over the 1,400 last start. The only query I see about this is it's yet to win at the Valley and over the 1,600, but she gets a chance and is my be- best fear. Yeah. yeah. Mate, well, not with well, fucking... Not, oh, shit. Sorry. I'm not swearing. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, I was just saying, um, I don't reckon Fortunate Kiss has a chance, mate, with that Harry Coffey in the saddle. He's an absolute boss <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah. So you what you, you, you look at the you, you look at the the speed map and you don't see much race and all of a sudden Daisy's pushes in from gate one. Maricana goes forward with Jamie and then always on my mind goes forward and Jamie McNeil and you end up having a you know a, tuss, uh, a pretty tough race up in front. So you see you know goes back and just charges late. So it's a real tough race, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty confident on you know I'm playing three year fifty on Daisy's. 25 Maracana and 25 always on my mind. What about you boys? Yeah, I'm just going to stick with, uh, I reckon, 50 on the nose for daisies. And then I'm going to go 25 each way again on always on my mind. Yeah, I've just gone win and then 40 on ancient girl. Yeah, I've gone 50 on fortunate kiss, 25 on bonds of Perla and 25 on daisies. Yeah, Bonza Pearl was huge um, behind Hitotsu and who else? Who else friend? Was it yeah, – did she run second, Bonza Pearl? Uh, last start. Yeah. I was looking at third. Yeah, third, third behind who, Light Pearl. Who, who ended Lightsaber. up – oh, Lightsaber, that's right. Yeah, it looked like it was going to put him away and then just yeah. did nothing. Started at uh, starting price $41 that race. Yeah. That's uh, a big eye-opener. Don't, don't think the uh, the Valley suits, but if they yeah. do go brutal out in front, she'll be right in it for sure. She's uh, got a huge turn of foot. Um, so that will wrap up Mooney Valley on the Friday. We're just going to touch on the Morning Bin Cup uh, pretty quickly. Uh 8.5% return on a back marker at Mornington and you want to be drawing those inside lanes. So that's where you want to be uh, at Mornington on Saturday. Straight away for me, two-horse race, Pondus or Crystal Pegasus. Did any of you have a third stringer in there? Uh, no, mate. I've gone with uh, Pondus, uh, as you said. First win in over 18 months. Flew home last week. Turn of foot looks insane at the moment. Um 
loves the long distance, and I reckon she's just going to be too hard to catch once she gets going down the straight. Yeah, I'm similar. I've got Pondus on top, but I also caught my eye last week at Canberra with Sacramento. Just led the whole way, and I'm hoping that if Ollie can just get a soft lead, like, and just basically keep going, and he, you know, it might be hard to run down. But if I had to choose one to run it down, it'd be Pondus for sure. Yeah, Michael, you have any uh, ideas? Yeah. yeah, I've gone with Pondus as well. Um, disappointing start in a Group Two, resuming after the Melbourne Cup, quickly bounced back and scored himself a dominant win by a three point eight length over the two thousand. Yeah. Um, the only threat I see is Crystal Pegasus. It's been flying last few starts. One, yeah, so it might yeah. be Pondus. Yeah, I've gone with Pondus too. Uh, so we're all on the same there. I mean, I just like the step up for Pontus 2000 to 2400 rather than Crystal Pegasus 2600 back to 2400. So Pontus on the seven day backup. He, I don't think he's backed up before in Australia anyway when I was having a look, but I really like the look at this. Hopefully, he's either going to bounce out, bounce out from him and put him away, or he's going to run really poorly, in my opinion. Um, they went 2.7 lengths inside the class last week. So they went out at a uh, bang on average tempo and they've come home really quick. So let's hope he handles the uh, the backup. I'm going the $100 on Pondus. Yeah, I'm going to join you there, Bailey. 100 on the nose for Pondus. Yeah, so I've just gone 80 on Pondus, 20 on Sacramento. Yeah, I'm 100 on Pondus as well. All right, perfect, boys. So that will wrap up Melbourne. We'll move on to... Uh, Sydney, yeah. Michael's going to take off. Thanks for helping us with Melbourne yep. there, Michael. Thanks for listening. See you later, guys. See ya. Um, so, yeah, we'll go to Rose Hill now. Track playing. You want to be forward and running, high percent, highest percentage in your return at 9.4%. As for the lanes, you want to be running in lane two is the most pros- uh, profitable. So just sitting off the leader, it seems like. We'll start off race two, the group three, swept of Vessence. Um, yeah, so I'm looking for wet form recently on these tracks. So I want to have the two weeks between runs or a quick backup. All these horses who are just constantly running on the wet tracks, I think are just going to, you know, put all these Melbourne horses coming down away. You know, they're just suited for it. Um, I also want to find a horse who's run a bit of time. So for me, there was only three horses in this race who fit the criteria. One of them comes from behind Fireburn, the uh, Golden Slipper winner two starts ago, and then behind she's extreme last start. Mr. Burge for me, uh, fourth behind she's extreme last start and fourth behind Fireburn two starts ago. We know that that race um, rated really well behind she's extreme, three lengths inside the class. Even tempo there, came home pretty fast. think she kind of gets the same setup on Saturday. That was my first uh, one I was keen on. What about you, boys? Do you have anything to start off with? Um, as you know, mate, I do like the roughie and I'm going for another <laughs> one here. Uh I think the nine, J-Mac, as you said, that barrier two is a key with uh, the rail out five metres due to the soft soft seven. Um, in my opinion, J-Mac is still the number one jockey uh, in the country and I reckon he could win on anything, to be honest. Uh, this thing has, when it's raced on a soft before, it's won and placed, obviously not having that many career starts. I think... It'll be good to see what it can do against um, better class horses. And I think that thing each way, I might just drop 25 on that each way. And then I'll probably go with 70 or 50 on boyfriend, yeah. Brenton Abdullah. What were you thinking, Boosty? 
Yeah, I, I had the ball on top. I think, you know, the two boyfriend ran, you know, 0.5 lengths behind uh, Sajardin. And, you know, it's ra- had a run on the heavy and ran second. So I think that is what was sort of leaning me towards it. Also didn't mind the one. Only probably problems probably the barrier, barrier 16. But car goes on. Also racing on the heavy twice, coming second. And Ma Eustace, you know, their horses up there with some of the best. Yeah. And then one more was the five, Mumbai Jewel. Yeah. So that raced at Flemington last start and had the blinkers on and, you know, looked really good. Only problem probably is that barrier 18, but, you know, in this race, who knows? Yeah, uh, I did like the chance of Mumbai Jewel. Just didn't know how he'd handle going from those really dry tracks back to, you know, the wet tracks. But probably the one I'm a little bit more keen on here actually is Yankee Hustle. Let me just find where I wrote some things about it. Um, uh, here, fifth behind She's Extreme last start. So just behind Miss Verge, ran really good time. Two weeks between runs. She came home in the race second fastest for the 400 and then also for the 200. So to step up to 200, step up an extra 200 meters looks a, sort of a little better than Miss Verge. Um, her pa- past two starts, she's had excuses to hampered last start and overrace the previous. Yeah, Jason Collett on board, most informed jockey. So I'm happy to go 60 on Yankee Hustle, 40 on Miss Verge there. Quickly move on to race C, the group three, Selwood Stakes. Straight away, one of bid horses coming from good to wet tracks again. Thought Mount Popper was almost a moral here as he was huge behind Stockman last start. He sweated up. Now he's a little bit fitter and uh Looks to be a little bit more informed. But then I saw Monagall, quick seven-day backup in these conditions, steps up 100 metres, keeps a low rate, uh, low weight. Huge figure last week, ran 5.1 inside the class, uh, which was a group three as well. So if she repeats this performance, she wins easily. Fastest last 100, 200 of the race. $8.50 is a spoil. What were you boys thinking? Uh, yeah, I've agreed with you there with Mount Popper. That's actually my best of the day. Uh, I reckon just a bit unlucky. You beat Stock, um, come second to Stockman last start. Uh, it is yet to win on a soft, however, has placed in six out of its eight starts. Uh, one or placed in five or six at the 2000 as well. And I reckon now it's third up with Pike in the saddle. That thing is going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, I also have Popper on top. I just think, you know, third up now. Pike's going to have that barrier six. Last start, sweated up a little bit. But I think, you know, this distance is going to help it. And, yeah, I, th- I think it wins. But I also had a, a two others I was looking at, and that's one, the Yonkers. Yonkers. Comes out at Dewey's race, but didn't really do much. But race before that ran half a length behind uh, Cascadian. And then one more that caught my eye was just Polly Gray. I think it gets a... Yeah, three kilo weight swing, Tommy Berry on board and Waller horses. They're just too good. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm actually really keen on this Monagle. Probably my best value of the day. I'm going 65 on the win there, and I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna happily save on Mount Pop. I think he's definitely the only other chance. We'll be surprised if anyone anything can beat one of these. But yeah, those two for me. Um, race four, the group two, Tullock Stakes. Going to keep repeating it, but looking for that horse with the, you know, heavy form, keeps running in these wet conditions. Zoom on straight away, caught my eye. Ran six behind Russo last start two weeks ago. Race went good, 2.7 lengths inside the class. Started favourite there, now steps up to 2,000. Looks to run well. Uh, what were you boys thinking? Oh, 
I reckon you got to uh, look at the 11 paternal with Bowie on board. He's got that inside barrier. Uh, at starting price at six fifty has blown out a bit to eight dollars. Um, he has only ever raced on a soft, and I reckon that could play in its uh, to its advantage there. Yes, it is only at its fourth start, but I truly believe Bowie in the saddle can get anything over the line. I reckon that's got a good shot. Yeah, I was just looking more towards the heavy form because I think Rosie was going to cop a bit of rain over the next couple of days. So yes. for me, I had I couldn't really split split the two, but I had the three and five uh, character and also saw point. So character's third up now has raced on the heavy and does like it, and yeah, now gets up to two thousand. I think it'll be pretty hard to beat with Tom Berry on board in that low barrier, and then J Mac and Waller on saw point. Last time it ran a two thousand, bolted in by four point three lengths. That was a benchmark seventy eight, but. I still think that J-Mac's going to have that ready. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to play Bernard. Just uh, beats Zoom on home last time out. They're both chances to me. And another one I'm really interested in is Money from the Sky. I know he's coming from a maiden, but he's busted up the clock there. 3.5 lengths inside the class. Fastest last eight, six, four, and two of the race. Steps up now 16 to 2,000. So, I'm looking to play a little bit uh, of value here again. Just think that there's some there's some horses that are really going to cherish this ground. So I'm going to go 50 on Zoom on 30 on Money in the Sky and 20 on Bernard. Moving on, race two, group two, and don't even know how to say this word. Emancipation, maybe. Uh, this was a tough decision for me. Anavisto last start goes 7.1 lengths inside the class, ease down, bust up the clock. Goes against what I've been saying, going from that good track to a wet track now. Hasn't ever ran on a have heavy track. She, is a, she does have good soft track form, four to eight, but she hasn't ran on it in a while. Her last two goes on the soft um, haven't gone too well, so she definitely goes a little bit better on the good track. Uh, Nimely, for me, last start, goes 4.2 inside the class on a heavy eight, so she's getting that two-week back up on, the, um, on these wet conditions. Two starts for two wins of 1,500. Think one of these two wins. Either Ana Vista handles it and goes out and wins, and she's come back a super horse or nimbly improves that, uh, just proves the point that you really do have to have this wet track uh, regular races. So I'm looking for one of them to win. What about you, boys? Uh, I agree with you, Bailey. I feel as though those two are going to be very hard to beat. However, uh, Kiku, uh, the nine, drawn barrier four, J-Mac on board, a Waller horse. Uh, it's been smashed in the betting. I feel as though that is a good sign. Uh it has place at this track and distance once before uh, and does not mind racing at Rose Hill at all. Uh, it loves the wet, and I believe that is a great each-way bet for uh, race five. Yeah, I, I had a few here. I had the 10 on top, promise of success, loves the heavy track, fourth up now. Uh, did chase for Bin Girl, but that just kept kicking. And Yeah, but I feel as though it's going to be ready for this, fourth up. And the other one I did like was the one you liked, Bailey, Namali. I think, you know, if you look at it soft and heavy form, it absolutely loves it and loves the track distance as well. And it's now second up, so I think it's going to be ready for this. Yeah. And then the other two that I like at a price is the one that Chris liked, Kiku, Mac Waller, and, yeah, like he said, it's been smashed in the betting. And then one more, uh, probably Crone for me. It hasn't done, you know, as good as it has last prep. But it's coming in fourth up, which it absolutely loves. And if we can get a heavy, that's even a better bonus. 
Yeah, I think there's a few chances in this race. Um, I'm going to stick with 65, Anabisto, 35, Nimali. Um, where were we? All right. Uh, race six, the group three, Doncaster prelude. Arameo comes out from the same form line as Nimali. So if I'm following Nimali, I guess I better be following Arameo. Ran 4.3 lengths inside the class. Had to go on the wet now. Gets the 1,500. Probably does prefer to be dry, but I'm still happy that she's had that one average run on the wet. Um, this is the setup I think they want for him. Second up, 1,500. Think he can run well. And I think Coastwatch is a bit over the odds. Ran poorly last start coming from the dry to the wet, but now it's his second goal on the wet. Drops three and a half kilos. Third up, ready to peak. Uh, any others for you? Uh I'm going with Just Folk for this one. Yes, he's drawn barrier 10, which will be tough here at Rose Hill. However, after last start, you can't really complain my decision there. Yeah, great ride by Jason Collette. Horse has gone super. Yeah, he's in he's in great form. Vusti, yeah, idea? I've gone with our playboy. I've gone with Carr on our playboy. I just reckon second up, you know, has heavy form as well. And oh, I think, turn it up, mate. You know, second <laughs> up, it'll be too it'll be too good. Also liked the five imaging and also the one that Chris said just folk. Yeah, I'm gonna throw something on imaging too. Hopefully they've got this horse back to its best because it's a class run in the race. So yeah, I'm gonna have another little three-way play. You hope for you know, summon some really decent odds. 35 to win Arameo, 20 to win Coastwatch, and then 45 to win Imaging. I think Coastwatch is way over the odds. I reckon he can run a super race. It's surprising how many big odd horses J-Mac actually has on this race card. Yeah, he, yeah, it is interesting. He, he's just following Waller and Nisham, it seems like. I don't think he's on a single favourite the whole day. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah, I think his best chance is Spanish Mission, who we're yeah, actually touching is. on right now. Race seven, the group one, Tankred Stakes. Uh, Want to be against the horses coming from 2000 on a good track, stepping up to 2400 on a heavy for the first time. I know that the, the race behind Juaz and Think It Over has gone really well, 3.3 lengths inside the class. <clears throat> I either had to be with that setup completely or completely bin it. Um, I'm just going to go against it. I'm going to follow these wet form lines again. It's either going to haunt me on the day or I'm going to have an absolute fill up. Great house and Stockman to me look like the perfect setup. I know there's other classier horses, think it over, Juaz, Spanish Mission, but I just think they're set up perfectly, these two. And I also think Shiraz at 30s is too much. Comes from behind the Zayrip form. We started $2.20 last week and ran all right. Uh, they also ran good time and no prom- uh, no compromise. Uh, Frank that form last week when he ran pretty well. Think at odds, I'd rather be with Shiraz than Mighty Bill, but at these kind of odds, I'm happy to have a crack on a few of them. Anything from you, boys? Uh, as we said earlier, Spanish mission, J-Max best chance of the day. Been following this horse ever since it came over to Australia. Uh, I think it's due to win eventually. It's got to. Ran third back-to-back races. Uh, that's getting my 50 bucks for the race. And I would also look at um, putting 25 each way on Stockman, backing up its last start. I think he ran great and maybe tough to beat. Anything from the Vusti corner? Yeah, I'm the same as Chris with Spanish Mission. I remember we were both on it last start and the start beforehand and we thought it was coming on but just didn't get there. And I, Hopefully it's going to be set for this and it can come storming over. I also like Stockman, as both you said. I think that'll go really well. Loves it wet 
And also the one, the 10, she's ideal. I didn't mind. Loves it wet. And, yeah, I think that will be good. Yeah, uh, I'm going to play 50 on Stockman, 20 on Great House, and 15 each on Mighty Bill and Strauss, hoping for a, a big, uh, big return there on some roughies who have that wet form. Uh, race eight, group one, binary stud stake. So the second group one of the day. Just want to nail it down. The Chris Waller horses who have been running in these wet tracks, Hinged and Fangirl, the two three-year-olds who have, uh, you know, probably stamped themselves as a little bit better than the others. Now they get to third up. I know Hinge has handled the wet tracks a lot better than Fangirl. She's kind of struggled on them, but I'm hoping she's figured them out. I'm happy to take $6 about this horse when it started $1.50 last time. I know it ran poorly, but, you know, just trust the camp that they're going to get the uh, horse back to its best. Yeah, those two for me. Any news from you, boys? Uh, to be honest, mate, this is a uh, – I've stayed clear of this one um, purely because of the fact I just reckon it's very tough field to pick. But if I was to pick, I'm just riding the wagon at this point. Gypsy Goddess going six for six. Yes, it is a back marker, but with Pike on board, he can get it done for sure. Yeah, I'm unhinged. I just reckon it loves it wet. I just feel as it's going to be too good for this lot. And I think it'll win. There's also another one, another Waller horse I like. It's not Fangirl. It's actually the seven. Pretty amazing. J-Mac Waller on. Uh, comes from a Goulburn open race, one by one length. But, yeah, I just jumps to 2,000 now. And I think that'll suit it a lot more. And also didn't mind yearning as there's a lot of support already, 21s into 12 already, and T-Berry and Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to play it pretty simple here. 60 on Hinged, 40 on Fangirl. None of you's like Hinged, you reckon, even though it's got the group one win on the heavy four? No, I had Hinged uh, on top. Oh, sorry, yeah, you had Hinged on top. Chris, you didn't like didn't like Hinged? No, as I said, I haven't even looked at the card. I'm just staring right clear of that race, mate. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um. Last race of the day, race nine, the group three, Star Kingdom. I think there's a really good bet and a half here. Gravina didn't get the most suitable race last time. This time comes in third up. Two goes on a heavy where it's read good time. Barry, eight suits, smash last start, $3.50 and $2.60. I know Mat- Matai, I think it is. Uh, trialed and won by 10.1 lengths yesterday. Looked absolutely fly on the heavy track. But that's why he's so short. This horse is going against Gravina, who's, you know, chased home some really good ones. Chased home uh, Shelby 66, who's now a Group 1 winner. And Matuai, whatever his name is, coming from a benchmark 78 over a month and a half ago. No goes on a heavy except for the trial yesterday. Best of the day, Gravina. I don't know how he's not favourite. Uh, brutal tempo. He's going to love slow tempo. He's going to love, um, yeah, 100 on Gravina for me. Uh, I've agreed with you there, Bailey. I reckon Gravina and Motai, however, however you say his name, that name, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Uh, I reckon they're going to be very hard to beat. The only um, downfall with Gravina, I'd say, is just my personal preference, Karen McAvoy in the saddle. I just... Not a fan? I don't know. He's been, he's been a bit off. In the wilderness? Been a bit yeah, in the wilderness? Been off with the fairies, that bloke. So <laughs> I'm not ben sure if he's going to be there on the day. Yeah, fair enough. Boosty, you're pretty pumped to be at Gravina. We've lost him. We've lost him. Oh, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen on Gravina as well. That's, that's my best bet as well. I've got 100 on that. 
you know, came third last race. That was, yeah, behind Shelby 66. And, yeah, I think it'll be way too good and I think it's going to win well. Um, yeah, perfect. So that's going to wrap up that. So we'll go into our best bets of the day so we can multi-know. I'm just going to text Michael now and see what he wanted. Vusti, you're Cam Gravina with me, so we'll just take that as one. Chris, you got anything? Uh, yeah. My best of the day was Mount Popper, race three. I've yeah, that's right. So if we go, I know Clav, uh, Ethan, who was on here last week, his was Polly Gray. So we'll see how that thing goes. I think he was in the Doncaster prelude, Polly Gray. I, didn't even I think he's it. off with the fairies uh, picking that one as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just quickly multi these up for you here. Uh, so we've got Polly Gray. Has he been scratched? No, he hasn't. He's actually really short in the market. That's right. He's 550 by Mount Popper. Oh, we can't even multi them up because we've gone the same race. Um, so, yeah, maybe you'll have to go one to win, one to place. How could you even do that? Maybe the same race, both top two. So, yeah, you're looking at the same race. Yeah, well, Chris, maybe you switch it up. You got another one for us? If I was to go for another one, uh, I – Honestly, reckon Groovy kind of loves sneaks in for a place. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's a good shout. So we'll go, we'll go that. Vusti, you are pretty keen on Gravina with me. Uh, yeah. So we'll smack that in, and then we've got um, Chris going for some big odds here. Mooney Valley race. It was four. Groovy kind of love for a place. Where is she? There she is. And then we'll get Michael's up right now. Nimalee race five. Oh, he was keen on Nimalee too. We would have been cheering. So, yeah, there's even more confidence for you guys. Nimalee race five. Um, She's out to – oh, no, she's into – okay, so all of them to place gives us $42 odds. Oh, Groovy kind of love no third dividend. Chris, go again. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not too sure about that one. <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure about that one with no third dividend. Uh, how about what we both said, Bailey, in that race eight at uh, – That was – am, am I able to put in something from Mooney? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 throw it in. Yeah, the uh, 10 always on my mind for a place. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Okay, I can run well. Well, that was race nine. Race eight. eight race eight, Chris, yep. Always on my mind. That gets us uh, $34 odds. So, wow. Let's uh, let's pray for that one, punters. That will be huge if that thing gets up. Um, as for no minds, let's see what they picked. They've gone with race to Rooney <laughs> Valley, and they've gone with the four Mel Destro. Wow. So no goes in Mooney Valley. Leads from gate two, Josh Richards on. Hmm. Actually looks all right. So loves a good track too. So, yeah, that's Maldestro. Thanks, guys, for coming on. It's going to wrap everything up. I think we did well uh, under the circumstances. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, get you back on another week. I enjoyed it. No worries, mate. Yeah, Appreciate it. Uh, definitely be back on here soon if you're willing to have us on again. Yeah, no, nah, you're good. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Catch you later. See ya. See ya. But it's Persan at the clock tower. Persan, what a prep it's having, and it's going to run in the cup. 